0: Some shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Bo Henderson. Welcome to North Georgia Business Radio X. As a business owner there's a lot of things on your mind. Negotiations are something that you might not feel comfortable with, but you've got to dive into. We're going to hear from the best on that. How do you pick what to specialize in? Do you go broad, specific? What do you do? Marketing strategy. And if you're an employee thinking about starting a business, how do you negotiate that? How do you work through through that decision making? We're going to cover all these topics and more today on North Georgia Business Radio X. I am your host today phil benelli and i'm joined with rustin smith and ronnie halsey of smith halsey how are you fellas doing well doing great thank you for I, having us i've got to say it's a it's great to have you back prior guests on the show and uh i wasn't here that time um but you are the best dressed guest that i've ever been a part of seeing dressed for radio dressed for radio <laughs> you look very sharp thank you for coming um I've known uh, Rustin for a while and um, was so excited and and uh, proud for you when you made the leap to start your own firm, you and Ronnie. And um, it's it seems to have worked out quite well. And I uh, would love to just hear a little bit about, to learn from you all's story, how you all decided to go out on your own, how you got started, and how you've grown since then.
1: Yeah, uh, thank you. We um, Ronnie and I, have known each other I guess uh I guess in college we kind of we kind of met then and and stayed in touch throughout law school We in different law schools but we kind of stayed in touch and then he worked at my old law firm uh with me for a little while and then branched out and went to a different firm and uh, he and I you know just are friends and have you know have our friends first and foremost even to this day and uh that sort of you know is our glue um but we talked, you know, for, I guess, seriously for about a year, um, before taking the plunge. And I was joking before the show that sort of the tipping point for us, the story we always tell is we knew we could get a lease for a little office and we, uh, Ronnie had had a drop on some office furniture for sale that was sort of being liquidated, I think in Kennesaw or somewhere. And so he was going to be out of town and, uh, he said, "You know, we we can get this uh, pretty quickly and pretty cheaply uh, if you want to go ahead and pull the trigger on that." And I don't think he really seriously thought I was going to do it. And I kind of took it as more of like an instruction, you know, that since I'm going to be out of town, it'd be great if you could take care of this. So I got my <laughs> wife and uh, and we got a U-Haul truck and did all of that. And we went and got that stuff and loaded it up. And I remember I called him on my way back, and it was pretty early in the morning. Yeah, we got it. You know, I got it loaded up, and I think he didn't he didn't know he thought you were a ju- kid
2: yeah. <laughs> when i picked up the phone i could hear the u-haul truck in the, in the background and so i knew he he was being serious you could hear him jumping around in there um <laughs> and we knew that uh, at that point it was it was go time and so uh we started in uh, february of 19 and just never ever looked back
0: i love that and it shows the power of action you know because when you're starting something new that's scary right you've got several kids you've 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 got this stable job that you're good at, and you wanted to start. You both knew you wanted to, but just pulling the trigger was hard. But when you took that action, buying the furniture, that was like burning the ships, and it was game time. And there's this power in that, taking that action.
1: Yeah, absolutely for me. I mean, we had you know obviously talked about much bigger, important steps and more important decisions to make. But yeah, that first one that you get some skin in the game at that point, the ball just kind of starts rolling after that. And so...
0: That's what it was for us. And one thing I love that you shared too is I, I think Ronnie, you, you'd mentioned that 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 catalyst, that furniture, which the purchase of which really kind of pushed you over the edge. You would have ended up there anyway, but maybe it shaved a couple months off it. You didn't end up even using much of that furniture,
2: right? Right. Yep. He ended up filling up the U-Haul van full of, of furniture, and once we got started, I think we may have kept one piece. But once everything got going, you know, the fear was removed. And uh, because when you're first starting a business, you're looking at the bottom line, you're looking at all these kind of things. And once we got started, it's just, it was such smooth sailing. We ended up not ever, ever using anything, but, you know, and in discussing fear, you know, that's something that Rustin and I, we were both at, you know, your normal steady kind of job, but we, through talking together, we were more afraid of looking back 20 years from now Mm -hmm. and saying, what could have happened? What could we have done? We were more afraid of that than failing. And um, most of the time you see folks that are willing to go out and take that, Take that leap when you're doing it with somebody that you trust, and uh, like we say, our, we started out as a as a friendship before we became a partnership, and so uh, we both just felt good about it. And I think going into it with that mindset is what's made us so successful.
0: That's great, and I love that. You know, there's always a fear of failure, but you overcame that with the fear of missing out and the fear of regret. And good for you all for the wisdom to recognize that. I am um, at our farm. We we move the cows every day. And, uh, I use electric fence to do that. So I set up a new little electric fence line and it's like a shoestring with a a metal wire running through it. And whenever we do farm tours, I always love telling people about how this tiny little wire that's about four feet up in the air, uh, that has a little electric shock is what allows me to keep the cows in because they've gotten shocked a little bit before and they're afraid. And half the time, I don't even turn on the electricity to the wire because they're trained. And our fears of starting things are that way so many times. We're afraid of something that's really not that big. And a lot of times it's not even there. So kudos to you all for busting through that. And the fear goes away once you get started. Right. No, absolutely. When we first started out we had, you know,
2: twelve cases. It was just Rustin and myself. And now, you know, you fast forward, it's we're coming up on our our fourth year and now we're running about 400 cases, we've represented 800 people and uh have a staff of 10 and we now have a second uh, office location in Winder, Georgia and we're about to plan our third location.
0: Wow. 800 people. And that's pretty inspiring, obviously you all, your attorneys. You are into your craft. I'm sure you enjoy the challenge of going in these cases. And so you get satisfaction from that and doing what you're created to do. But 800 people and families that you have helped navigate a very difficult time in their lives.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot when you think about, you know, how many people we've been able to help, uh, you know, in just a few years. But I think it goes back to, you know, Ronnie and I just really loving what we do and wanting to be the best Mm -hmm. at it. And we kind of set out with. You know, you learn things that, you know, at your other jobs and you see other good lawyers do good things and you, you know, in your head, I think you can always say, okay, well, you know, if I start this firm, uh, you know, I'll be at least as good as this person and be at least as good at this firm. And you really don't I don't think gauge, you know, what if everything just goes great? What if it goes much better than expected? Mm-hmm. What if everything about my networks and combination of my skills and my experience combined with somebody like Ronnie that has, you know, many other different skills to add to the equation? What if that's the perfect combination, you know, to really exceed expectations? I think we spend a lot of time, especially as business owners you know being cautious about how everything can go wrong and plan not to make the revenue that you hope and mm-hmm. sort of plan to be medi- mediocre and you really don't plan for things to you know go uh, excessively well and um and that's you know that you know looking back that's kind of what happened to us and and you know we've been blessed to be able to control it and kind of you know know what we have and know how to protect it and how to keep more more importantly keep it going and the only thing i'll uh, say is that that's really i think a testament to the team that we've hired that mm-hmm. was probably our mentioned it a little bit on the last show but our, our probably our biggest challenge is what a lot of people are facing right now is just you know hiring well finding the right uh personalities that can mesh, you know, in, in a small office like, you know, we have, and it's obviously growing, but we've been able to hire really well and keep, you know, some really good paralegals and legal assistants, and uh, we really do uh, function as a unit, and um, and so, you know, putting all those things together, I think, you know, has really uh, helped us Handle way more cases and help way more people than we ever thought possible.
0: Thanks, Rustin. All right, we're going to take a small break. We'll be back with more from Rustin and Ronnie from Smith Halsey talking negotiation, some keys to success, and uh, some more surprises. So we'll see you in a minute. Looking to grow your business and not sure how to do that consistently and scale up? Well, in many cases, uh, the answer, if not all cases, is building a system. Uh, I'm here, Phil Benelli, North Georgia Business Radio X, with Smith Halsey and uh, Rustin and Ronnie, uh, the owners, partners, attorneys at that firm, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. So, if you missed our last segment, we heard about how they started up their firm back in 2019 and have really had exponential growth uh focused on really serving their customers and taking care of folks and so through that as you've grown talk to us about how you've managed the growth and specifically how you've used systems to ensure that you take a great care of everybody who walks through the door sure
2: it's not uncommon with with personal injury firms they'll typically try to go one of two directions you see the large firms that you know handle a bunch of cases and you have some firms that will purport to say we're only going to take a small number of cases because it's going to make us do a better job on them and that's never been you know Our focus has always been we want to be able to provide excellent legal representation to as many people as possible and never sacrifice quality. So we said there's got Mm -hmm. to be a way to help a large number of people but also deliver exceptional representation as though you're the only client we have. And the way we did that is Russ and I, we got together and said, look, we're never going to sacrifice quality. We're always going to – give these people the kind of representation that I would want or that Rustin would want Mm. if he needed an attorney. And so when you start out from that premise and you say, look, we're going to do the right thing and we're going to do it the right way. And so we build systems. I mean, we have people that from the very beginning of your case until the case is already settled, we have folks with very specific jobs uh, to streamline that process. And the other thing is it's just Rustin and I live and breathe this stuff probably much to the chagrin of our wives I mean we give every client <laughs> our cell phone number and it's, it's not unusual for us to be on the phone eight or nine o'clock at night on the weekends wow. but we never stop and uh, but at any rate building that that system it's just it's very important um, in order to be able to handle these kind of cases and get folks the results that they deserve but never sacrifice quality that's our, our main uh, initiative
0: I love that. And you didn't call it a principle, but really it is a guiding principle to never sacrifice quality and commitment to, you know, that litmus test being, are we providing the kind of legal representation that we would want for us? Would I hire myself? That's would what we Would you want. hire you? Right. Okay.
1: And I think also what's important there is kind of what I said before, you know, you can – I think the impulse can be, okay, I need to copy and paste this system that I saw someone else do, or at my old job I saw somebody doing this. You know, we need to do that exact same way, and then maybe we'll have equal success. And I think what you don't want to discount is, okay, take the things that you – intuitively think will work but leave them flexible i mean that was what was great about mm-hmm. us as a as a, as a as a the first four months it was just me and ronnie um doing everything sending checks in the mail you know and taking every phone call um getting every medical record and we learned a lot in those fir- first four months and and you know building that system not be af- being afraid to adjust to it as you're growing is
0: key i love that so i mean there's so much power and experience So you had experience from prior firms, right? But then being flexible in those. These are the best practice we think now, but we're going to be open to changing. And I love that you all started out doing everything. And I have to think, just from my experience, doing everything Is almost required to build those systems because that's how you know what you need. If you're not the one sending the checks now or doing, say, the accounting, well, you did it. So that really gives you an idea of what you want, so you could delegate to others and build out processes.
1: Absolutely, it builds credibility among your team, you know, and trust when they know that you've been there and done that, and you're Mm -hmm. speaking from a a standpoint not of criticism but of you know experience. So, um, yeah, it's it's been key for us.
0: So um, I want to I wanna talk a little bit about, you know, I know you two have somewhat different roles in the firm, right? So you're both owners, you're both attorneys, but there's different focuses that you have, and that's based on your strengths, right? So what is the role that each of you have, and how did you determine what those roles were going to be?
1: I would say that we kind of felt, we kind of knew just from talking to each other, kind of what our strengths were, um, and it was really sort of what sold us on teaming up together and starting this firm. I've, I've come from more of an administrative background and, uh, and uh, dealing with a lot of those issues at my prior law firm. Ronnie, you know, excelled more so in the operations of handling and strategy behind personal injury cases and workers' comp cases. And uh, the negotiation and pretty much everything, you know, taking a case and getting the most value out of it. And so, um, and of course, we all had a little bit of both in us as well, but that's kind of how we fell into. I'm more the administrator. He's more the operations guy. And the good thing is our
2: background, we have, so we had some differences that we've used as strengths, but then we also had some overlay in that we both did insurance defense work. And so mm-hmm. much times you'll see a prosecutor become a criminal defense attorney because they've learned that system and flip sides. So sometimes you'll see insurance defense attorneys flip sides and become personal injury attorneys. So we tell it's kind of like having the other team's playbook. We've, we know what they do. We know how they value cases, things of that nature. And so we did have that common ground. And then the other thing we, we do is just be very specific. There's a lot of firms that will have multiple, multiple practice areas. But just like the, the saying is, you know, you can be a jack of all trades and, some, and a master of none. We do one thing at Smith-Holtz. So, you know, it is car wrecks, truck wrecks, work injuries, but it's injury work. That's all we do. And so people talk about building a better mousetrap, things of that nature. But when we're only, we're honing our skills in one specific area. And so then we take our different backgrounds and our different strengths, put them together. And then when you overlay that common ground, um, it can be very effective.
0: I love that. Uh, if you're just joining us here on North Georgia Business Radio X, we're speaking with uh, Russ and Ronnie from Smith-Hulsey. And getting some great, you know, some great really concepts of when you, when you all started out. First off, a key was relationship. You trusted each other, which allows you to be open and to really embrace one another's strengths, right? So you've got a, a meaningful relationship and trust. You have a shared area of expertise and uh, injury, uh, but different areas of strength to apply to that. And so then you've taken those different strengths, that relationship, and gone very specific in what you do. Now, I know that that was your plan to pursue this line of of your practice. Was it ever hard when you were starting out to maintain your discipline that we're just going to work on injury cases and not, hey we want to keep the lights on so we'll take whatever was that ever tough or did you start busy right away
2: yeah you know and that's one of the things that we have shared. we've been so blessed that uh we don't have that story of we started out and it was so hard and we scraped by for six months i mean we hit the ground running we were able to get some big results and due to our reputations uh, in the legal community once we stepped out and did our own thing it was overwhelming how many attorneys contacted us and said hey we want you to work on these cases. So we get associated uh, in cases that sometimes a a lawyer will get a case that doesn't quite have the experience to do that. we've actually taught many people certain areas of the law uh, or facets in personal injury law. And so we had people right out of the gate reach out to us. And so that was a good thing. But we were always very, there's always that temptation to say, man, you know, we do need to keep the doors open. But we just had this focus that said, look, we're going to help people that are injured. That's what we're going to do. And uh, it may just take some time to, to get to that level. But Uh, fortunately it was a very quick
0: trip. Fantastic.
1: Yeah I would just say uh, you know we both have pretty big networks here from practicing you know and Ronnie was in Macon for a little while before he moved back to his hometown of Gainesville here and I'd been in Gainesville the whole time so we did get a lot of calls you know hey I heard like you guys I heard you open a firm you know can you handle this deed for me or can you handle this will and and You know, what I would say, and I think this applies no matter what you're doing, especially if you're in sales or something like that, um, you never want to be unhelpful. You always want to take that call. You always want to say, yeah, you know, I can't do it because I don't have the staff or, you know, I can't have it turned around that quickly. It's not my expertise, but here's, you know, somebody you should call. Mm -hmm. I'll even call them for you. I'll, you know, I'll Mm -hmm. open that door for you and make it easier for you. That way you're not going in blind. So just always helping people, you
0: know. I agree. I'm in, in my banking practice I, you know, people will sometimes call me and say, Hey, I'm starting a business. Can you help me? And that's not that's not what I do. I don't I don't get people financing to start a business from scratch. I just help establish businesses. But I love getting to be helpful to those folks and just directing them to resources, making those connections. It's fun and you should do the right thing because it's the right thing. Not because you think you'll gain from it, but you—you you really always do. So we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to finally get to what I've been promising of some great negotiation uh, tips here on North Georgia Business Radio X. so often we're dealing with different parties with different agendas and we've got to come together for the best outcome for all and that's negotiation sometimes that's a hard thing uh to get if you're just joining us welcome to north georgia business radio x we are here with smith halsey law firm Rustin and ronnie owners of the firm attorneys extraordinaire and we've talked so many great things if you're just joining us do yourself a favor, go back later Listen uh, from the beginning Hearing about starting a business How to determine how to build Systems and follow your strengths And form partnerships uh, But uh, getting on now to Something I'm very excited to to Speak about uh, with these gentlemen Particularly, and that's negotiation I'll tell you, I'm not uh, I've read some negotiation books I'm no expert on negotiation My strategy is usually just Be very clear about what i'm open to doing what i want to do and i'm willing to do and seeing what happens but there's times where that's not enough you know so i'd love to hear from you all you negotiate day in and day out what are some keys do you think for successful negotiations
2: sure and that's one of the most important things that we do and one of the most valuable things that we can provide to a client and that's what i think sets us apart from other attorneys and it goes back to your experience having dealt with insurance companies because when we're negotiating uh, it's not the perfect system, but in personal injury, it all comes down to dollars. And it can be very difficult putting a value on what is it worth to have a life-changing back surgery or to lose a limb or to lose a loved one. And so the the material that we're negotiating, first off, can be uh, very difficult to wrap around and put a value on. But Rustin and, and, and myself always say, that uh, if we don't go into a a negotiation with the upper hand, we didn't do our job. We mm-hmm. don't want it to be a fair fight. Uh, there's no give and take. When we come to the table, we have done our homework. We're trying to look for every pressure point we can find because we have to apply those pressure points because we're dealing with multi-billion dollar companies versus the little man or versus the guy that was hurt. So we, you know, if it's a David and Goliath, you know, we want to. Uh, do our homework and try to take the fight to them as much as possible so when we when we come in we're prepared uh, like i said we're we're always trying to uh, come to the table um, with that upper hand and, and with as much armed with as much information as we can to get the best result uh, and then to go from there
0: so that's great I love that you you go in in a position to win you go in with the upper hand so how do you navigate instances where you're working on a case and you don't have the upper hand or do you know that from the beginning like you you're only taking cases with the upper hand how does that work
2: sure so one of the things that we pride ourselves on is we don't only take the easy cases so there's a lot of firms that We'll just take the, you know, cherry pick the cases that are going to be easy. Um, that's something that we do not do. Um, we're willing to get in there and use our our robust resources and staff uh, to get things done. But so you have to investigate. And sometimes there's things that come up in a case that you go, wow, that definitely impacts the value. But that's when the way that we've worked cases is we always work them such that we're prepared to go to trial. Insurance companies know that. Opposing counsel knows that. So they know if Rustin walks in uh, or Ronnie walks in and they got a case, they're willing to take it all the way. That's important because when the bad facts come up, you know, we may, may resolve a case sooner rather than later. But because you've built this reputation, you've worked a certain way, um, you're able to get your client that better result. But those things definitely do come up and we have to navigate them uh, to the best we can. And um, one of the tactics like that is just to go ahead and rely on your, you know, rest on your repu- uh, reputation, but go ahead and get that client as good a result as possible before those negative facts uh, come out.
0: I like that. The rep- so the way you've operated in the past, you know, is what people uh, base it on. What what you what you say you're going to do. If you're just joining us, North Georgia Business Radio X, we're here again. Some great negotiating uh, ticks uh, tips, um, and I love that. To, to, to summarize, you go in with the upper hand. So you but you don't only take cases that are easy. You want to help whoever. So what I'm hearing you say is you take the hard cases and you make them as easy as possible with your resources. And uh, but you're realistic. And when you tell people that you might punch them in the mouth, you've punched people in the mouth before. So they believe it. Right. My office isn't all that far
2: from from Rustin's. And I've, I've heard him have some conversations with other attorneys and, uh, and adjusters. I would not want to be on the other side of, any <laughs> <one> of those. <laughs>
0: oh, 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 I can't imagine that, Rustin. Well, I
1: was I, you know, that's a good point. You know, I think uh, first and foremost, you know, this can be a very confrontational practice. And especially when you are, you know, you're thinking about, you know, this child that was hurt in an accident, you start thinking about your own kids. It's just inevitable to put yourself in your client's shoes. And that's really how you build up the passion to handle these cases is if you're representing a family member. Mm-hmm. And, and that can really be a motivating uh, tool for you. But you do have to realize, um, you know, we don't talk to all adjusters that way. We don't talk to all attorneys that way. There's a time and place for it. And so what I would say is you always want to start out just understanding you got a human being on the other side getting paid to do this job, just like we are getting paid to do our job. So, you know, treat them with respect, uh, give them a fair chance, uh, know that they're trying to get you, You know, they're trying to come up with a deal, too. In most cases, they want to resolve it as well. You know, have a lighthearted conversation. Uh, You know, what are your kids doing? Uh, You know, I'm wore out because we had this ball game all weekend or whatever. That opens up so much goodwill to the other side. So there's a time and place for that, and, you know, that can be very useful. And obviously, you know, if things get really contentious or, you know, if they're not viewing things, you know, fairly or they're doing something underhanded or they're hiding the ball they're misrepresenting facts to you you do have to call them out on it and you do have to show that this is what i'm going to be like when i'm in front of a jury and it's not going to be good you know for your client if you make make us get to that point so Mm. it can be a balance
0: well i like that you know i've known you a long time you're a great guy very nice guy and uh you wouldn't ever I can't ever imagine you being rude. But you're not so you sometimes you have to take things to a different level of firmness when you are fighting for what's right. So you're not yelling and just getting emotional to bully people. It's you're fighting for what's right and you're fighting to get people what although as you mentioned it's it's tough to quantify financially how can I be compensated? My life is forever altered because my shoulder doesn't work appropriately now after this wreck or whatever. But you're fighting for what's right for them. And if people are fighting for what's wrong, you've, you've got to fight back and fight hard. So don't be afraid to, to brandish your sword when it's warranted.
1: Absolutely, yeah. You gotta, you gotta show that. And, you know, and on the the point of weaknesses, I would just say when you know when you got bad facts, you know, part of what Ronnie's talking about about us being prepared is yeah, we know that's coming. And one of the best ways to deal with it is to take it head on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know about this. I know you're going to find this in the medical record, and here's you know how we're going to deal with that at trial. You know, we're going to get this expert witness. We've dealt with this before, and we got this result in this county. You know, and so just deal with it head on and show the confidence that that you know you know you know what you're doing and you know how to deal you know with even the bad cases.
0: I love that. That is such a good key. When you're dealing with another party uh and there is bad news uh to you which they could use to get what they want, you've got to own that. Mm-hmm. You you've got to own it and you've got to deal with it. Um and 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 commercial banking, you know, we were you know, there's kind of the the sales side where you're trying to, to do loans and there's a credit side. And, and both sides should be focused on both. And just like you are focused on what's fair, you know. But when you're, when you're dealing with your credit officer, you always want to uh, bring up the negative points before they do. Because you want to show that you know them. And, of course, you want to be honest and you're not trying to hide things. And you want to deal with them on your terms, right? It's, That's right. It's kind of like if you get up at 5 o'clock and have a cup of coffee and start your day... With some quiet time, versus if you get up at six thirty because your kids are grabbing your hair, that's a big difference to starting the day on your terms uh, versus having <laughs> somebody start it by grabbing grabbing your hair. So let me ask you this before we go to the next break: How do you kind of balance data and emotions? Because sometimes the the anger or the you know the righteous passion comes out. How do you deal with those emotions? Do you kind of use that as a tool?
1: Yeah, it's funny that. That Ronnie said that. I, 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 sometimes I wish we could sort of record our conversations <laughs> and, and compare about who, who gets the roughest. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it is. I mean, it's hard because you uh, you do have to balance the data and be respectful. But at the same time, you know, show uh, that you're willing to get emotional. You know how to more importantly, you know how to deal with those emotions in a professional way and express right. them to a jury um, and, and do it, you know, tactfully and, and by showing respect to the other side. So, um, yeah, I I would say of of anything, the data is most important in our business. I mean, that's what people are dealing with. That's how they justify their decisions and their,
0: Oh, and we're going to pick that back up right after the break. Okay. Bringing this on home, uh, summarizing some great things we've learned about negotiation. I've learned a lot about uh, going out and uh, creating systems that work. Uh, If you're just joining us, welcome to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm your host, Phil Benelli. I'm here with smith Halsey Law Firm, Rustin and Ronnie. We were just learning a great bit about uh, about, um, negotiations. And I will summarize it with one word for you. Uh, you're hearing it from the best. These two gentlemen negotiate day in and day out very successfully um, to get what's right for the customers. Preparation. Um, preparation and reputation. So what really what stood out to me, guys, is that, you know, we think about negotiation as that interaction between individuals. Uh, but that that only has has its power and impact if you've done all the preparation going in to give yourself the upper hand to understand reality and understand how to best utilize reality to get what you want and i love that y'all are using to me what sounds like some negotiation superpowers and you're using them to help people get what they want and need treating them like you would your own family song remember that prepare 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 uh and do what you say you're going to do so people know that you mean what you say so uh As we're bringing this home, uh, you mentioned something I had in my notes and thinking about you, and that was kind of a David and Goliath concept. So you've got 12 folks now adding more. You start out just two, and 12 is still not a large firm, and you're going against these mega firms. How are you all inspired by being, you know, somewhat a David going against Goliaths? Sure. I think it's
2: because we represent real people, and Mm. so... Um, Every day, Rustin and I are blessed that we we get up and when we leave our families, we get to come into an office that we built um, with a great staff and we have the opportunity every day to make a meaningful difference in somebody's life. Something bad has happened. It is the worst thing that's probably ever happened in this person's life. And we're tasked with the goal of getting them, you know, it's not just about getting somebody money. It's about the recognition and compensation for what has been taken from them. Mm. And so every day, uh, Rustin and I get to come in. It is our blank canvas. We get to paint it the way we want. And at the end of the day, we get to make that meaningful difference in somebody's life. And um, to us, that's just there's no privilege that's that great. And that's why we keep going back on, you know, being a firm that is robust, that does handle a lot of cases. You know, we're getting those rep- uh, repetitions every day, getting better it's we, we kind of use the, the quick example you know if you're going into a back surgeon some of these firms that say oh we just handle a, a handful of cases and we're really good at what we do blah 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 well if you went into a back surgeon he's like hey uh, I, i'm a really good back surgeon i do five surgeries a year versus the surgeon that comes in and goes well i do 150 a year you know you're going to want the person that's done 150 when it comes to that so um us handling a lot of cases building a system to handle that we're getting the best of both worlds you can have your cake and eat it too you can have a quantity of cases and deliver quality and it mm-hmm. only makes us better for it because rustin has negotiated 500 cases you know you know maybe this year however many uh, as opposed to the guy that may have handled three or he knows when a, a case has a certain value or a certain size because he's seen it so many times it's just it's old hat at this point right and so um tying that all together when you are you know, combating somebody as big as a multi-billion dollar insurance company, you got to use every tactic to your advantage. Uh, and that's just, that's the way we've always done it.
0: Uh, if you're just joining us, North Georgia business radio X, we're here with, uh, Russ and Ronnie from Smith Halsey. One thing I'm, I'm hearing that I, I want our listeners to get is folks. If you want to be excited to go do your vocation, when you get out of bed each day, you need to do something that you are gifted in and talented in, okay? And you need to do something where you feel you're serving other people. You know, they are, you could just sense how inspired these two gentlemen are, that they are helping other people. They're using their gifts and talents and strengths, and they're serving other people. And if you're focused on doing that, using what you're good at to serve others, then the financial rewards will come. Um, and I love that your your focus on, hey, we're going to serve as many people as we can. And not only are we going to create ways that we can do that and treat every person to make them feel like they're the only one, but they're going to get more from us because we're building up our expertise faster.
2: Yep, that's great. I mean, I can kind of tell people if you go to Best Buy, you know, you can go buy a laptop. Rustin can buy a laptop. I can buy a laptop. We can set all three down. And they're all three going to be quality laptops. Bill Gates doesn't go, "Hey, I'm going to build 100 computers this year," uh, but that's it, and that's all I can do. No, he goes, "Look, I'm going to build a whole bunch of computers, and they're all going to be exceptional quality." Or Apple, when it comes to iPhone, we can all lay our phones out here right now, and they're all going to be great quality. They're all going to, you know, be the same. And so that's just a testament to um, putting, you know, the work in and, and building a system to uh, deliver, you know, quality results, quality products. When it, whatever your business is, it's all the same. Mm. People know quality when they see it and when they experience it.
0: I love that and it's there's so much power in stretching and going big because I'm a firm believer when you go big and you stretch it forces you to get better if you didn't grow so much you wouldn't have to have these processes and systems and you might be doing things in an archaic way because you weren't forced to get more efficient so go big go big. It's its really all relative. So I want to talk about some fun things a little bit. And If you're in the North Georgia area, uh, this will pertain to you. If you're not in the North Georgia area, come on. The, the water's fine. It feels great <laughs> around here. But in Gainesville, where you all's office is located, I just love it. You're on historic Green Street. Uh, and one thing that stands out is you all, I've noticed, have done a great job with your Christmas lights. So I'd love to hear a little bit about your historic building that you're in and what's up uh, for this Christmas,
1: yeah, we are so excited. We were blessed to buy the uh, Miller Banks House uh, in December of twenty, and um, Rafe Banks was the owner. Um, that's the famous owner that was the uh, president of first national bank of gainesville i think it was largest landowner in hall county and uh first residential elevator in the hall in the county is in that building and so we are the caretakers of that now and it's been a great thing for the community we participated in christmas on green street last year for the first time and served hot chocolate and had a fantastic turnout. We've we've done a lot of things for the community just, you know, because that's where our heart is. We've done a lot of things for schools, you know, from the beginning of our law firm. But this year we wanted to kind of develop that little a little more and be a little more intentional about what we do and why. We developed this uh tagline from here for here mm. as sort of a representation of, you know, we're from this area. We want to help people from this area. You know, that's what we're about. Um and you know we're excited about Christmas on Green Street uh, first Sunday in December. Uh, we'll have 750 commemorative Smith Law cu- uh, cups for hot chocolate. Right. So come by and get one. We'll be serving it early. I think it starts at four, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Yep, I think they shut the roads down at two. Starts at four. Okay.
0: Okay. And
2: then there'll be a photo booth there as well. Um, Lake Views uh, Choir is going to be there as well. So it's going to be a it'll be a party. Be a
0: party. come get your hot chocolate. <laughs> mm-hmm. hear the choir. Get your picture. And these are very well-dressed, handsome gentlemen. Get your picture with them. You won't <laughs> regret that you did. and that that just to me, what you all do for Christmas on Green Street just plays into everything else that we've heard. You're focused on serving the community in whatever ways you can. and uh, and you know that's got to be so nice to just get to be able to to do this and just do something kind for folks um and not have to carry the burden of helping through these so difficult situations that you do monday through friday or really it sounds like uh monday through sunday (laughs) folks calling you Uh, let me ask you one more we got one more minute and i'd love to hear you're so passionate about what you do but you're great family men also people are calling you all the time how do you balance that you know turning it on and turning it off
1: yeah it is it's a balance i mean i think you know you have to marry right and we both did uh, (laughs) and our wives are very understanding they're very supportive i mean they you know this was a much of a risk for them as it was for us Uh, it goes without saying but they you know they're happy um that uh you know we're doing what we love and we're doing it on our terms and they're very much a part of it they're actually decorating the office right now with christmas uh decor and then they're so supportive uh they help out around the office so you know we do try to be respectful about it obviously i'm not gonna take a call and i'm in you know on uh first base you know, being first base coach at a little league game or anything like that but um you know the well, that's what's great about technology nowadays i would mm-hmm. say post-pandemic clients are understanding they they prefer texting they prefer mm-hmm. email um you know and so it's it's just worked i mean we just make it i don't know we just make it happen
0: well fellas I have so uh, enjoyed the privilege of having you on. To summarize for our audience, again, if you didn't get to listen to the whole show, please go back and listen some great nuggets in there. A few things I took away from it. Just be dedicated to serving people. Take your experience and build systems to do that better, but always be open to adapting your systems to uh, ways to improve. Uh, And if you're focused on doing your best, serving other folks, you're going to be successful. And best words of advice for sure. Make sure you marry right. There's nothing better than that. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a great Saturday. You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And remember to support our local businesses.